do this how has your day been so far as always i'm hoping you're doing well that you've had a great week so far and that you're happy healthy and looking forward to spending a fantastic weekend relaxing and doing whatever you enjoy doing the most thank you so much for tuning in and welcome to another episode of my podcast leave the bubble where we talk about expanding our comfort zones dealing with changes and embracing challenges in life as well as being curious and in general trying to grow as a person Last week, we talked about fighting hesitation. We identified the main sources of that uncertainty and fear and went over how to best deal with those situations. We learned that sometimes hesitation may be good, especially when it helps us reconsider something that might not be constructive or healthy for the people around us and ourselves as well. But we also tackled the idea of pushing forward whenever necessary in order not to allow hesitation to take full control of our lives. So if If you haven't given it a listen or would like to go over those topics once again, please feel free to go to episode 28, Should I Go For It? Fighting Hesitation. But now let's dive right into this week's episode because today's podcast will be slightly different than usual. You know, normally over here at Leave the Bubble, we talk about approaching strangers, what to do when we are in a large group of people, how to lose the fear of making a move either in a personal or professional setting, and so on. Usually we talk about leaving our comfort zone in a traditionally extroverted kind of way. We talk about putting ourselves out there and meet new people, being able to strike up a conversation with anyone and losing our social fears. And because I'm a true believer that everything in life has to be balanced, today I wanted to do an episode that is more introspective than usual. An episode that doesn't involve other people. As a matter of fact, today the episode will be solely about learning how to be alone and enjoy it, but at the same time being careful and mindful not to be lonely. Now, I can't stress this enough. There is a huge difference between being alone and being lonely. And as usual, let's define both terms first so we're all on the same page. As a matter of fact, let's not use the words alone and lonely for now, but instead define loneliness and solitude. Ah, now you maybe start seeing the difference there. (laughs) So what is solitude? Well, simply put, solitude means being in a state of seclusion or isolation. It literally means being alone or in no contact with anybody else. Now, usually a healthy dose of solitude is valued as a good thing, as alone time or me time, as many people like to call it, which means that during those periods of peace and quiet, you can dedicate yourself towards doing the things you enjoy or where you can work, think, or for that matter, even rest without being disturbed. If you paid attention just a second ago, I mentioned a healthy dose of solitude is valued as a good thing. After all, that's when you choose to be by yourself and maybe even enjoy a little bit of privacy. However, should solitude become an involuntary act or should it become too prevalent that something nice and relaxing can turn into something negative, which is the feeling of loneliness? Now, loneliness, as maybe you can already imagine, means to be in a state without contact to other people or, as also mentioned before, the state of being alone but with the big difference of feeling sad about it. Loneliness kicks in when you find yourself by yourself, but crave human touch or any sort of human interaction. 
But interestingly enough, it can also occur when you are in a crowd surrounded by countless people, but you feel that sadness or anxiety because you're not interacting with anybody else. Simply put, loneliness occurs when a person perceives their social relationships to be less quantitative and qualitative than desired. So how do we walk the fine line between being alone but not feeling lonely? How can we appreciate and enjoy a healthy amount of solitude without falling into the trap of experiencing loneliness? It all has to do with the external expectations and inner peace. With being surrounded by the right people who support and root for us, it's about being happy, content, and at peace with ourselves as well. And if you want to say it out loud, black and white, it's about loving and appreciating ourselves without waiting for other people to do it for us. Once we realize that we are the ones in command, then everything changes. Let me quote one of my favorite songs for you, (laughs) Imagine Dragons, Believer. I'm the one at the sail, I'm the master of my sea. If you think about it, it's actually quite beautiful to think that we decide how we navigate the storms, because wind will be blowing from all directions all the times. Sure, sometimes the sea is calm and sunny, but oftentimes it's turbulent and hectic. But hey, we are the ones at the sail and we are the masters of our seas which means that we are responsible for our own sense of satisfaction and joy. And even though it's a beautiful thing to share happy moments with others, it is crucial to also be able to experience happy moments with ourselves. For example, when you achieve a goal you had set out for yourself and didn't tell others, or when you walk by a small lake and see baby ducklings, or when you just absolutely nailed that lunch you cooked for yourself. It is so easy to deviate from the things that truly matter when we chase external points of validation, for example, Twitter tweets, Instagram likes, YouTube views. And what do they all have in common? They're mostly accessed via our cell phones. Now, this is by no means a rant against smartphones. As a matter of fact, I like using mine for various reasons. It allows me to FaceTime with my family who lives abroad. I can catch up with old friends I haven't spoken to in a while. And it even gives me all the relevant updates on when I can watch new seasons of amazing and incredible Netflix series like Too Hot to Handle. (laughs) But at the same time, we need to be aware of not using it too much in order to compare ourselves with others, which is what happens quite often. So let's bring it back to the importance and potential joy of being alone. The fact of the matter is that if we are lucky enough, we will most likely live close to a century on this earth, and not always will we be able to rely on the company of others, which is why we need to learn how to spend time with ourselves and enjoy it. I briefly mentioned this on episode 23, Am I Too Serious?, where I talked about showing your goofy and joking side. As a matter of fact, I even told you that I like speaking in different accents because it amuses me. The same goes for other little things. Are we self-conscious enough to let loose and sing a Freddie Mercury-worthy version of Bohemian Rhapsody when we're under the shower? Do we crank up the music when we are by ourselves and throw a little kitchen party for us that would make even Gordon Ramsay mad? Or dance in our underwear while cleaning the house just like Tom Cruise in Risky Business? And it doesn't even have to be stuff that we do inside. We could be reading a book in a park under the sun or go out on a lovely little walk. It doesn't matter. All I'm trying to say is that during those times where we have time for ourselves, we can really enjoy it too. 
Our happiness and positivity is not dependent on others, but only on us. Being able to enjoy these moments of solitude makes being alone a welcome change in dynamics from our hectic day-to-day, which feels so good to finally be able to lay back and be secluded for a while. But we don't feel sad about it. And that's the trick. Ultimately, we should all feel happy with ourselves, because as cliche as it may sound, we are our own best friends. We are the ones we'll have to deal with from the moment we set foot on this earth until our last dying breath. And if we can't entertain ourselves, damn, then it's going to be a long and boring time until we sail off into the sunset. (laughs) My advice to you is to learn about yourselves. What are the things you like to do and what makes you happy? Do them and then try to find other people close to you with similar interests so that you can balance doing these things on your own when you need to but you can also share these incredible memories with others as well. Now, once again, this is not a campaign for all of us to wave the flag of solitude and become an Eremite. (laughs) Not at all. But I do feel that it's important to be self-reliant, especially when it comes to our overall happiness and contentment with ourselves. And turning it upside down, if you see that you're feeling lonely or sad when you're alone, try identifying what the source may be and talk to someone you care about to see if it was just because you missed someone in general or if there is a deeper underlying reason for it. And if that should be the case, then I'd highly suggest talking to someone with a little more experience in the field. All in all, leaving our bubble doesn't always mean to be outgoing and approach others. But it's also about learning how to be alone, especially if at first we try to avoid it because it may seem weird. Give it a go because it may truly change the way you see life. Just imagine, if you enjoy being with others, but also have a great time with yourself, man, that's a pretty good feeling to have. (laughs) Guys, thank you so much for sticking around until the end of the episode. I hope you're happy and wish you all the best in this new comfort zone expansion challenge. I wish you all the best, good luck, keep me posted, and as always, please stay safe, stay healthy, and hey, don't be afraid to leave your bubble.